John 10, 7-10 reads like this. So Jesus said to them again, Truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters through me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Andrew Murray once said this, the more I think of and pray about the state of religion in this country and all over the world, the deeper my conviction becomes that the low state of the spiritual life of Christians is due to the fact that they do not realize that the aim and object of conversion is to bring the soul even here on earth to a daily fellowship with the Father in heaven. In our passage, we see that Jesus is the shepherd. As a matter of fact, in the context, he calls himself that. Six times in the chapter, Jesus uses the word shepherd in verses 2, 11, 12, 14, and 16. But in verses 11 and 14, Jesus calls himself the good shepherd three times. Those who were listening to Jesus could picture what he was talking about because it was an it was not an uncommon thing for the Jew to look upon a leader, both a spiritual leader or a political leader, as a shepherd. In Hebrews 13, verse 20, we read this, Now the God of peace who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord. Jesus is the great shepherd. And in verses 7 through 9, we see that Jesus tells us that he is the door. The sheep were usually kept at that time in an enclosure of rocks, and the opening or the passageway in and out of that enclosure would be called the door. The shepherd would guard the passage, so he would be called the door. Any other who tried to get into the sheep or get to the sheep were called according to verse 8, thieves and robbers. And they only wanted to steal, kill, and destroy, according to verse 10. But verse 9 says that the shepherd was the safe way in and the safe way out. In John 14, verse 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Jesus is the door. He is the way in and out. He is the way that that we are given the privilege of knowing in this life. As a matter of fact, in verse 10, Jesus says that his life is one of abundance. And the word abundantly is something that we need to pay attention to. In the context, the excommunication of the blind man in chapter 9 verse 34 by the religious leadership is what Jesus is addressing. They had kicked, or the religious leadership had kicked the the man who had been blind that Jesus healed out of their fellowship, out of the temple, because they didn't want anything to do with Jesus. Jesus said that their purpose was to steal, kill, and destroy 
according to verse 10. By contrast, Jesus went to the blind man for the purpose of giving abundance, again, according to verse 10. And this abundance is pertaining to uh, considerably more than what one would expect or even anticipate. This abundance is an abundance of security in Christ. According to chapter 10 here in verses 27 to 30, we read, My sheep, Jesus says, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give eternal life to them. And they will never perish, and no one will snatch them out of my hand. My Father, who has given them to me, is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of the Father's hand. I and the Father are one. This abundance is an abundance found in the security of all that Christ is. This abundance is all of God found in Christ. Colossians 2.9 says, For in him, in Christ, all the fullness of deity, God, dwells in a bodily form. So in Christ we find all of God. And then in verse 10 it says, And in him you have been made complete. He is the head over all rule and authority. This abundance is all of God found in Christ. And this is what has always been intended for you and me since the beginning of creation. When man was created, in Genesis 1.26, it says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness, and let them rule over the fish, and over the sea, and over the birds of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him, male and female. He created them. This was God's intent for us, all that he is. Not for us to use, but for us to know. Do we know this abundance, this considerably more than what we would expect or anticipate that's found in Christ? There's a story told of this little boy from the late 1800s who lived far out in the country. He didn't have much. His family was poor. And one day he sees a flyer posted that was announcing the coming of a circus in a nearby town. The boy was excited. He had never seen a circus. He had only heard about them. He ran home to his father to tell him about the circus and his father sensing that his son uh, really wanted to see this, that this was important to him. Told him that, son, if you get your chores done on Saturday morning, I will make sure you have the money to go to the circus. Saturday morning came, and, and the boy got up early, got all of his chores done, put his good clothes on, stood next to his father at the table. His father reached into his pocket and gave him a dollar bill. This was the most money that the young fellow had ever seen. He took off to town to see the circus, and as he got closer and closer to town, he noticed there was a crowd building up along the road. As he worked his way through the crowd to see what was going on, he witnessed the circus parade. He saw the lions and the tigers. He saw the acrobats. He saw all of the wonders that came with the circus. And then at the very end of the circus came the clown with the sad face and the floppy shoes. And when the clown came close to the, to the little boy, 
He reached into his pocket, and he gave the dollar bill to the clown, then turned around and went home, thinking that he had seen the circus. Do we do the same thing as believers? We settle for less, so often thinking that this is all there is, because maybe we're thinking it depends on me. But the security of all that we were made for is found in Christ. The abundance is found in Christ. That which is considerably more than what one would expect or anticipate is found in the security of Christ. Are you living in the security of Christ, knowing his abundance, or settling for less? This has been a quick reminder of the His Hill Podcast. My name is Kelly Darty, and I'm your host. Make sure to listen to our regular podcast, which is posted every Thursday morning. This week's episode will be part two of my interview with Arlene, my wife. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do so by email. The address is kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at hishill.org. Thanks for listening. And remember, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Jesus.